Now it's time for the word of God. Time for the word of God. In the year of 2021, our pastor has declared, the Lord has given him a theme, and the theme for 2021 is restore, support, and strengthen. Restore, support, and strengthen. Coming from 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10, the New Living Translation. This is the theme that our pastor has given us for the year of 2021. Today, the Lord has given us a message. I want to focus more on the restore aspect of the 2021 theme. If you have your Bibles at home, do me a favor. Get your Bibles out. Um, follow along with us because I really want you to follow along us in a text. And I also want you to bookmark this particular text. because I would like for everybody, even after today's message, please go and read um, chapter 30, read uh, Jeremiah chapter 30 and even go beyond read chapter 31. So you can put it in its full context and you can really understand what God is saying in this season. But go to Jeremiah chapter 30. Verses 16 through, 17, 16 through 17, reading from the New, Live, New King James Version. Reading from the New King James Version. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 16 through 7, reading from the New King James Version. And if you don't have it, um, a Bible to your disposal, we have it for you on the screen below. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 16 reads, Therefore, all those who devour you shall be devoured and all your adversaries, every one of them shall go into captivity. Those who plunder you shall become plunder and all who prey upon you, I will make a prey. Verse 17 is where our subject will be lifted from on this morning. Look at verse 17, the first clause in verse 17 says, and this is God speaking through Jeremiah to the nation of Judah, to the children of Israel. He says, for I, God is saying, for I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds. Let me say that again. For I, the Lord says, will restore health to you and heal of your wounds says the Lord because they called you an outcast saying this is Zion no one seeks her I love when translations say no one wanted her she was an outcast no one wanted her but the good news is as I say in verse 17 the first clause for God says, I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds. For the next couple of minutes, I would like to speak from the subject lifted from the 17th verse, from that eight clause in the 17th verse. Today's message is a proclamation of restoration. A proclamation of restoration. In this highly political climate we are living in right now i believe more than ever we need a word from god unlike politicians god's word will not and cannot 
return to him void. See, let me let me let you in a little secret. As someone who is heavily engaged in the political process, guess what? You have good politicians. You have bad politicians. And since we are a church, we can't take a particular stance. I will let you <laughs> preserve your own judgment on who is bad and who is good. Because sometimes it can be subjective, but sometimes it's facts. Sometimes you have factual base that some people just don't mean you any good. And then you have some people who mean you very well and who tell tries to tell you the truth as much as possible. But the thing is it doesn't matter what someone intent is, they are not God and their word does not always come to pass. I, for example, and I mentioned this at the 8 o'clock service, um, it's a lot of talk uh, on social media about uh, President Biden passing the stimulus new package and a lot of people, especially more people on the left side of the things are saying, but you promised us $2,000 checks. President Biden uh, uh, bill proposed that he gives $1,400 checks because he is saying that on last year you got $600 in December and he's saying that I'm going to give you $1,400 to make $2,000. But no, people are like, no, no, that's not what you said. You said $2,000 check. So I'm here to tell people, yes, politicians Pastors, doctors, mothers, fathers, anybody with blood in their veins eventually will let you down. But I serve a God that in the prophet Isaiah puts it like this in Isaiah 55 verse 11, New King James Version says, uh, 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 God says this to the uh, children of Israel. He says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. But I love this next clause, Jonathan. Look what it says. It says, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. See, when you have faith in God and not faith in the government, you don't have to stand by your mailbox waiting on no $2,000 check. Because when you have faith in God, you know that if God said it, then he meant it. If God says that you are the head and not the tail, that means that at some point in your life, you are going to be in the lead and you are not going to be in the bottom. If God says that you're not going to always be a borrower, but you will be a lender, that means that every, sometime in your life, people are not going to, you're not going to just ask people for money. You're going to be one giving people money. If God says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, why are you worrying about what this person said about how you look? They word is not God word. God didn't never call you ugly. So why are you so down and depressed and in this big funk that somebody talked about how your hair look on today? Well, guess what? God says you are beautiful. God says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God says that you are more than a conqueror. God says you can do all things through Christ that strengthen you. God says that he can do the exceedingly, the abundantly more than you can act according to the power that works through you. God's word is final. Man's word is hopeful. But God's word is 
final. Our faith in God means our faith in his word. So even in the face of uncertainty, I will lean on God's word in Isaiah, the 54th chapter, the 17th verse that says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That scripture, I, I, that scripture is a scripture that I know that got me through my adolescence. I, that's a scripture that I know my mama said when I walked out the house that she didn't worry. Sometimes my dad would be a little worried, but my mama had to remind him sometimes like, uh, uh, Pastor, he, he's good. Because you know why? The Bible says, not what the world said. See, the statistics said that a young man walking out of his house doing what I did was supposed to be dead. But God says, no, my word supersedes any statistic that's out here in some stat that you take. Yeah, according to the statistics, I was supposed to die at 22, 23 doing what I do. But thank God I got a praying mama. Thank God I got a praying grandma. Thank God I got a church that can quote the word of them demons so them demons can't get me like they thought they was getting. So when the Bible says no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue which rises up against you in judgment shall be condemned so that means uh, uh, parents out here if you quote this scripture over your kids when they leave their house they automatically have a holy ghost bulletproof vest Woo. so when, when, when them demons out there in the streets thinking they gonna take them out and they can take your best shot all you gotta do is say devil take your best shot because the bible says the weapon may form but it would not prosper so yeah you may take your best shot they may get in some type of trouble like myself may go to jail might do a little something but guess what I will not be destroyed you may have to go through some certain situation, but guess what? That would not be the last say so because just as God can turn this situation around, he can turn it around for you too. Just as God can turn that person around, he can turn it around for you too because God says, yes, the weapon may be formed, but it won't work. Type in a second, say it won't work. Yeah, get a little hood with it. Say it won't work. It won't work today. Sometimes you got to tell the devil, devil, it won't work. And why it won't work? Because the word said it won't work. And God's word said it will not return to him void. While we are experiencing a global pandemic, while we are experiencing, I would say, especially in the African-American community, we are not only experiencing a global pandemic, we've been experiencing a pandemic of epic proportion with pre-existing conditions, diabetes, cancer, lupus, and all these different things. But guess what? I would, uh, I would declare as God declare in Isaiah 53rd, the 53rd chapter, in the fifth verse, he says, but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And I love this. You know, this is what everybody goes through. And by his stripes, we are healed. He didn't say you will be healed. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He didn't say soon to be healed. He didn't say later on you're healed. It says, and by his stripes, we are healed. 
healed, that means that I don't care what the doctor told you last week. I don't care what diagnosis you got last year. I don't care what diagnosis that's coming your way early on in the next couple of months. Guess what? You're going to quote the scripture. You're going to say, and by his stripes, we are healed. Everybody who is dealing with a sickness in their body, I need you to put your hand over your chest and just quote after me and say, by his stripes I am already healed. By his stripes I am already delivered. By his stripes it is already done. By his stripes God is going to do something new in my life. By his stripes my brain is going to be alright. By his stripes my heart is going to be alright. By his stripes the arthritis is going to be alright. By his stripes diabetes is not going to be no more. By by his stripes coronavirus you are not gonna take me out and if you try to take me out I'm gonna quote even more scripture and I'm going to declare more about how good God is because God's word will not return to him void it's a proclamation that we're making today that restoration is on its way it's a proclamation that we're making that restoration is on this way. I don't know if I, I need some help out here today. I said we're going to proclaim on this Sunday, on the last Sunday of a new year. We're going to declare going forward in February, in March, in April, and May that we're going to proclaim the restoration is on this way. By his stripes, I'm already here. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. God is the head and he said that he will make things right. I don't know about you, church, but I think that God deserves our best praise on our worst days. Get up out your bed. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. It's not over because you got breath in your body. As long as you can speak it, it can happen. God says you're living and you shall not die. All you got to do is claim the word of God. By his stripes, you're already healed. Don't let the devil take your joy. He don't have that type of power. Only God has the power to do what he said he's going to do. The devil can talk, but he don't got nothing to say when he talking. Woo! By his stripes... I don't know about you, Pastor Mac, but me and you in the same situation. We got a household and we're going to declare in our house by his stripes. You can't have my wife. You can't have my children. You can't have my mind. Because I will deliver on the name of the Lord by his stripes. Woo! Thank you, Holy Ghost. Mm. By his stripes. By his stripes. 728 Cherryway is already healed. By his stripes. Thank you, Jesus. A proclamation of restoration. You won't have my family. You won't have my body. You won't have my spirit. You won't have my mind. Because I stand on the word of God and I say, by his stripes, woo, he is already healed. No matter what happens today or in the future, I will live by what God's word says. God's word says in Romans 
the 8th chapter, 28th verse. And we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. See, I love that text because the Apostle Paul was trying to let the church, the church of Rome know, listen, when you have a relationship with God, you have a, a, a certain level of insurance that things are going to be all right. Paul didn't say it because they know. He didn't say it because the world knows. He was talking to the believers. We as believers must take the attitude that Paul took. Paul in the prison cell staring down the guillotine about to get his neck chopped off. But he still had enough Holy Ghost to say, and we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. So don't trip about what's going on in your life right now. Don't, don't let the devil get any victory in your life. Because you see, the devil thinks if I make things worse, that you are going to just give up. But devil, we got a, we got a trick for you. We're not living by what you show us or what you do to us. We're living by what we believe. Faith is the substance of things that we hope for and the evidence of things not seen. I can't see deliverance. I can't see restoration. But I got a proclamation from God that says, And we know that all things work together for good. To those who love God. How many people at home love God? If you love God, say, just type in the comment section, say you love God. And if you love God, you already qualify for this help. <laughs> All you got to do is love God. And you're qualified. And you're qualified. Let us continue down with this message. What is a proclamation? When God gave me this particular message, he took me to the word proclamation and I looked up the actual, I wanted, I knew what it was, but I wanted to get the accurate definition of it. And the accurate definition of proclamation is to have a public or a official announcement, especially one dealing with a matter of great importance. That's what a proclamation means. In my humble opinion, no situation is more important than the healing of this nation. I spoke about this at 8 o'clock. I'm going to say it again. What we've seen on January 6th at that Capitol in D.C. should tell everybody the state of this nation. It's a lot of stuff on the surface that we understand is bad. Coronavirus, we understand that. Unemployment is crazy. We understand that. That's surface. Okay, we see a lot of different things going on with social injustice. We understand that. But it's something even worse on the inside that's going on, that's, that's in the core of people. And you've seen it on January 6th. You've seen people. Let me, let me put this in this context. It was people who had the Confederate flag at, at, at the uh, Capitol building. Let, let, let me put this in this historical context for you because this blew my mind when I found this out. When the Civil War happened, even the southern states, the whoever that seceded from the Union, they never even made it to the Capitol and waved the flag in that building. And we allowed it here in 2021? Man, this nation is sick. We have a sickness 
brewing on the inside of us. And don't, don't be fooled. Those very people still go to church every Sunday. It's a sickness going on. And I believe God needs to heal us in the natural, but also he needs to heal us in the supernatural, in the spiritual. He needs to cleanse us. And for this reason, I believe God has given us this text for today. The text setting occurs in the southern kingdom of Judah and in its capital city. The reason why I felt like this text was very relevant to what's going on today, again, I'm looking at the state of our nation and I'm looking at what Judah was going through. Judah in its disobedience allowed themselves to be put in this situation. Let me say that again. They didn't get into the situation by circumstance. They got in this situation because they was forgetting where they came from. They was forgetting that God brought them from Egypt to the promised land. They got a little bit too cute and they got to believe in, uh, uh, not believing in God's word and start to worship an idol gods, start to be betraying God's trust. So God allowed them to be in captivity and God allowed them to be plundered by the surrounding nations because they weren't doing what they supposed to do. Uh, uh, church, we got to make sure that we always lined up and do what God wants us to do. Because if we don't, God will allow us to be plundered. He will allow us to be attacked. He will allow us to, to, to be infiltrated by the enemy. Not because he does not love us, but that's just God's principle. He, you, he has to stand on principle. You have to be obedient to God. Not perfect, but you have to be obedient. And we can't get outside and get too cute and thinking that it's all about us and not about God. It's about God. And Judah was starting to forget exactly who they were. They were the children of Israel. They was God chosen people. And God said, hey, y'all getting a little too cute right now. And, and, and he's beginning to allow certain things happen to them. He began to allow certain things going on in Judah. And they was already split into two different kingdoms. Judah, the southern kingdom, Israel, the northern kingdom. And God began to allow certain things to happen. I believe God has given us the same message today that he gave to them in that time. If you're still with me. And chapter 30, do me a favor, take your Bibles out or, or your phone tablet, whatever you have. Go to verse 5. Go to verse 5 so we can kind of put this in this context of what was going on in that time. Look at verse 5 and look what this says. It says, this is what the Lord says, talking to the, the uh, nation of Israel, to, particularly to Judah, the southern kingdom. He says, I hear cries of fear. There is terror and no peace. That sounds real familiar right now. It's, 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 God says, I hear the cries of fear. People are afraid right now. Whether we are afraid of coronavirus or we are afraid of certain individuals that we might feel as, as they look at us as a threat and they might want to take our life. Uh, as, a, as an African-American father, I have to send, I have to have that so-called talk to my son. I, I'm afraid. I, I'm not. A, I don't want to say I'm afraid, but I am. I am worried a little bit that with the, the, the climate and things going on, that my son might have to go through some things that, that certain other kids don't have to go through. But but it's very relevant because it was relevant then. And God says, I, I hear your cries of fear and the terror and no peace. But then skip over verse six and go down to verse seven. And he says this in all 
He said, in all history, there has never been such a time of terror. It will be a time of trouble for my people Israel. But look what God says after that. Yet, in the end, they will be saved. Yet, in the end, they will be saved. We are living through some times of terror. COVID, global pandemic, something we haven't seen since 1918 with the Spanish flu, historic job loss, 400,000 people are dead. Me and Elder Jonathan was looking at the screen. I think it said, what, 23 million people or something like that. Some, I don't know. It's some number. I, don't, 20, I think it said 23 million people have contracted the coronavirus. I think it's around that number. Don't quote me on that. And, and, and I said this at 8 o'clock, and I'm definitely going to say it again because I think it's relevant. When I did the youth service with Brandon and Freeze and all of them in August, I think I said then at that time, I was like, and it was 70,000 deaths. 70,000 in August. It's January and it's 400,000. Man, this thing didn't slow up. It, it feels like we living in a time of terror. But the good news is, as God reminded the children of Israel, as he reminds us yet, in the end, they will be saved. Yet, in the end, they will be saved. I don't know about you, but our word, I mean, our world needs healing in this season. I don't know about you, but our world needs restoration in this season. I don't know about you, but our world needs God more than ever before. Like Judah had God we have Jesus. Mm. And, and the same God that says yet they will be saved is the same God that Jesus says by his stripes. We are already he took those beatings so you can be healed. It's a restoration process that's about to happen in somebody's life on this morning. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but God is saying that if you just hang on in there, if you don't give up, if you just stay the course, I am going to save you. I'm going to save your family. I'm going to save your mind. I'm going to save your community because I'm about to do something that you haven't yet seen before. I'm about to do something new in this year. I'm about to restore, support, and strengthen you like you've never seen before. 2021 is going to be the best year of your life. I don't think you hear me right now. I said God says I'm about to do something for you that nobody has ever seen before. God says in verse 17, and we can take it home, come on. In verse 17, God says, for I will restore health to you. And he didn't just leave it there with restoring your health. He said, I will heal you of your wounds. I'm so glad that God not only restored my health, but he closed the gap 
in my wounds. Woo. God says I'm about to close some things that have been open for a long time. Some of y'all been dealing with some insecurities. Some of y'all been dealing with some demons for a long time. And sometimes we always think about healing in the physical or, or the body way. But God says, no, I'm about to heal you in the, in the spiritual sense. I know what happened to you when you was a kid, but guess what? I'm about to heal that wound. Woo! Who am I speaking to? I said, God said, I know that, that you had that trauma event when you was a, a preteen, but guess what? I'm about to heal that wound. God said, I'm about to close it up. I'm about to close it up so nothing can get in there. When you close up a wound, it can't get affected no more. That means it can't get worse. God says, I'm not going to only going to restore your health. But I'm going to heal you of your wounds. I don't know about you, but this nation don't need just restoration. We need a complete healing. We need to, we need to bind up some of them old wounds. 400 years of slavery. Somebody need to bind that up. So, so, uh, Jim Crow and all the segregation was going on. Somebody need to bind that up. Because until we address the issue, we're going to continue to happen, have what happened on January the 6th. But I serve a God that says that I will restore to you your health. I will heal you of your wounds. God says, I'm going to do something for you that you haven't seen yet in, in, in your whole entire life. He is going to make all things new. God is going to make things better. Mm. I need everybody to shout better. God is going to make it better for you. Not just better in the sense of material things, but better in the sense of perspective. God is going to give you a new, better mind of thinking how things outcome. God says, I'm going to give you a better attitude, a better perspective, a better way to talk to your neighbor. God says he's going to give you better everything, but he wants to proclaim restoration. He got a proclamation of restoration. We had a emancipation proclamation that ended slavery. We got a proclamation of restoration that's about to end everything else because too many times we weren't about the physical but God said until we destroy the sin within it doesn't matter because half the time your sickness comes from your sin Woo. You don't want to hear that, but I'm not saying that you did anything wrong, but I'm saying that sometimes you got to get out your own feelings. You got to get out your own way. You got to stop doubting yourself. You got to pick yourself off the mat. For Jesus told the man, he said, pick yourself up off the mat and begin to walk. And the Bible says the man picked up his mat and began to walk. It was the woman with the issue of blood that pressed her way through the crowd and touched the hem of the garden, uh, hem of his garment. And the Bible says immediately she was healed. It's time for restoration. It's time for a proclamation of restoration. Just as we had the emancipation proclamation that abolished slavery. But guess what? Even with this, and I don't know the complete dates between this but this is what the revelation God gave me between service so Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation the year he did it and forgive me I'm, I'm drawing blank but it wasn't until I believe three or four years later that's why we celebrate June 10th that actually the last slave in Texas was freed so even though you be like what's one I thought you said 2021 was going to and it's going to be this I said it was already done 
That don't mean it's going to happen when you want it to happen. It's going to happen, but it's going to happen when God said he wanted it to happen. Just because you sign something on the day doesn't mean you're going to be free on that day. They wasn't free until three years later. But God says, guess what? If you hang on in it, I, my word will not return to you void. So if it take three years, if it take 10 years, if it, you was like, that's too long. But guess what? You still got life and breath in your body. As long as you're living, it's never too long. But God says, I'm going to do something new for you in this season. A proclamation of restoration. And God is ready to heal and deliver his people three key takeaways from this empowering message and then we're gonna go home key takeaway number one what was once broken can be restored broken my brothers and sisters doesn't mean destroyed oh excuse me Once was once broken can be restored. Broken doesn't mean destroyed. When something breaks, it's not finished. You can break stuff and you can fix it again. When you drop your phone, like I I do often in water, it's not broken. I mean, it's not destroyed. It's fixable. It's fixable. It's repairable. When you, when you break things and, and, and they could be fixed back together. The good news is that God wants to put your life back together. Because as long as you have breath in your body, as long as you can declare with a public announcement that by his stripes you are already healed, you will be healed. God says what was broken and I, and I wanted to emphasize this was once broken that's the key word because that means you're not broken anymore if something was broken that means it's not broken anymore God says you was broken last year don't go in 2021 broken and it's not about your situation changing it's about your mentality changing it's about how you look at yourself you are not broken stop feeling sorry for yourself God says pick yourself up I am giving you a proclamation of restoration I want you to declare and decree over your own life you don't need the pastor you don't need the elders you don't need nobody all you need is King Jesus and if you call on the name of Jesus and you says Jesus 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 heal my body Jesus Jesus heal my mind Jesus Jesus heal my kids Jesus Jesus heal my community Jesus Jesus Restore to me what you promised you was going to do. Restore my broken heart. Restore my broken spirit. God, it's not destroyed. So I want you to restore unto me what you promised. Hold God accountable. And like I said, unlike your local officials, God will always make do on his promises. God will always do what he said. Point number two. God's word has not, cannot, will not return to him void. That's for every mother out there that is looking at their son, leave their house with rage and 
fire in their eyes saying that they don't need need them and they don't need they don't they don't need you no more i'm a grown man or i'm a grown woman i can take care of myself and i can do it all by myself i don't need you got me as further as you can let them go i know it's hard let them go because you don't live by the world's standards you live by god's standards and god's word has not cannot and will not return to him void i remember my granddaddy held my hand it was to years later to manifest itself but he believed one thing he believed god's word will not return to him void so if he spoke life into my situation and even though i was doing everything i could to die i was putting myself in every situation i could to die but every time the deaf angel starts circling around me I know he has something that uh, I have something that all of us have access to and that's the word of God so when the deaf angel thought that he was going to get me the word penetrated him and said you have the answer to me and I declare and decree that his family uh, prayed over here and they said the prayers of the righteous avail of much one translation say the prayers of the righteous produces wonderful results. So it doesn't matter what they may be fighting right now. They fighting you. They fighting their community. They fighting their mentors. They fighting their teachers, their coaches, whatever. You just need to stand on God's word. You just stand on God's word. You tell, you look that demon in the face and not necessarily them. I'm saying you look whatever uh, spiritual thing that's going on and you say, by his stripes, he is healed. No weapon formed against him shall prosper. I speak life over all your children out there. And I want you to speak life over your children. You remind the devil that God's word cannot and will not return to him void. Point number three in the last point. In 2021, God will not only restore our health, he will also heal our wounds. God is going to restore your health. God is going to restore your health. He is going to make you stronger than you ever been before. He's going to make you wiser than you ever been before. But in the process of it all, He's going to close up some deep wounded things that nobody knows about but him. It's some things in your life only you and God know. It's some things that you experience that you ain't told your closest friend. You might not even told your husband or your wife. You ain't told nobody. Only you and God know these things. But God says in 2021, I'm about to close that situation up. God says, I'm about to close, I'm about to turn to the next chapter. It's some, it, it's, this, is the, this is the season of the next chapter. We about to move on and we about to move on from that chapter. That chapter will no longer have you looking at your wife like she crazy. No, that chapter will no longer have you looking at your husband like you can't love them the way you want to love them. Because God said he about to close up someone. The reason why you don't have that relationship you have, you want, that you desire with your child is because some wound, somebody did something in you. But guess what? God said he about to close that up. 
You know, you, next time you see your child, you're going to embrace that child. You're going to function with that child. And you're going to treat that child just as you want to be treated. Let that chapter of your life go. God said he's about to close that wound up. Whatever that man did to you, it is already done. Whatever that woman did to you, it is already done. Whatever the system did to you, it is already done. That chapter is about to close. That wound, that wound is about to be healed. God says, I'm doing something new in this season. I, I, I need soldiers. I need people who can, can, can look the devil in the eye and say, take your best shot. And I can't have no wounded warrior on the battlefield. I need you to be at 100%. Because what's coming down the pipeline, hey, this thing may not get better. They got all these mutated things going on out here. This thing is mutating and, and changing and doing all this type of stuff. Do y'all know the first mutated, the strand of uh, the South African virus was found here in South Carolina with two separate people that had no contact with each other, no travel. That means it's been here. So God says, I'm going to need some soldiers to rely on the word of God and not rely on uh, President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris or Dr. Funch. Take the shot. I'm not saying that. Take the shot. Don't be too deep. Take the shot. But I'm saying also you got to have a prayer life. You got to have a holy, some Holy Ghost to sustain you that be like by his stripes. Because guess what? Let me let you in on a little secret. None of those vaccines are 100% proof. The mask is not 100% proof. Social distancing, you know, uh, washing your hands is not 100% proof. But I know one thing that's 100% proof. And his name is Jesus. He was 100% proof when he was on earth. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Ghost. He was 100% on earth. What makes you think he going to lose his luster because he now in heaven? He didn't lose no power. The Bible says early Sunday morning, he rose with power in his hand. If Jesus was healing on earth, he can heal in heaven. If Jesus was telling the blind man you can see, that means you will be able to see. If Jesus was healing the woman with the issue of blood, your blood will be healed. Woo! Who am I preaching to? I say if Jesus did it when he was on earth. Mm, woo! He did it as a man. What you think he going to do as a God? Woo! If he did it as a man. He can do it as a God. If he did it as a man, he gonna do the exceedingly, the abundantly, more than we can ask or think. Because God says, I made a proclamation. And when God makes a proclamation, unlike when Abraham Lincoln signed his proclamation, when God's make a proclamation, it's gonna happen. It's going to happen. You will be healed. You will be set free. You will be delivered. You will be the head and not the tail. You will come out of this. That wound will be healed. 
that womb is closing. I don't know who I'm speaking to at home, but let's take the next 30 seconds to give God your best praise because we are praising God because he is healing somebody's wounds right now. Somebody's wounds is being healed. I can see the gap closing. I can see it closing right now. You need to get out your bed if you're in bed. You need to get out your kitchen and you need to give God a shout. Because thank God for the closing of that wound. We're going to praise God because he closed some wounds. Marriages will be better. Relationships with your children will be better. Wounds are beginning to close. I see you telling your spouse, baby, I love you. And I'm not just saying it because to say it. I'm saying it because God has closed that wound. I know I hurt you. I know I disappointed you. But that was then. This is now. I'm sorry, but that wound got to close. That wound got to close. No more crying. No more worrying. No more worrying. No more pacing the floor. The next time you pace, you're going to be shouting and pacing. You're not pacing and worrying. You're shouting and pacing. And you're going to declare restoration. Because God says, I got a proclamation of restoration. And that chapter of 2020 is now over. We in a new year. And he's going to restore. He is going to support. And he is going to strengthen you through it all. Thank God for restoration. Thank God for restoring what once was broken. It was broken. But I am put back together. Just like Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall. But he put it back together. We all had a Humpty Dumpty moment. If you didn't have a Humpty Dumpty moment, then I, I'm afraid of you. Because you are walking Jesus Christ. You can act like you all perfect. You can act like you got it all together. But beneath all that makeup and that $100 hairdo and that $50 haircut and that Louis and Gucci and all those chains that you got on, y'all speaking to all y'all rappers, all through all that bling bling and all that, you hurting on the inside. And there's only one thing can cure your hurt. And that is Jesus. And we declare that Jesus is going to come into somebody's life right now and speak life. And speak life. It's a song by Donna Lawrence that says, we are living in a time where everybody is struggling for their lives. They are stressed. They are depressed. But with the power invested in me, I came to speak life over you. I speak lessons of help, lessons of peace, to my brothers and sisters all around the world, especially those in South Carolina, we speak life. I speak life. I speak life. Come on, Brother Quentin, let's go ahead and sing that.
as we speak life. All you at home, come on, let's, let's enjoy this sacred moment right now. I speak life, you're gonna live, oh my brother and my sister. I speak life, you are the head and not the tail, you will prevail. I speak life, don't give up the fight for your life, you shall live in
Thank you, Kwai. Sometimes God know exactly what to do, when to do. Chevelle, you don't even know my situation. Well, you speaking to me right now. God, we speak life. Chevelle, you said it's so good, Chevelle. You said there's work left to do. I speak life. I speak life. It's work left to do. I declare in my own life, in my own situation, in my own home, I speak life. You not going to take what I know God has promised. Because what God has promised was a restoration. And I believe in his promises. I believe in his word. I believe when he says that by his stripes, we are already healed. I speak life. I speak life. I speak life. I speak life. No matter what it looks like in the natural. I see it now, God. And thank you, Quiet. Thank you, Brother Quinn. Thank you, Chevelle. Thank you, Phil Sunday Quiet, because I needed this restoration, inspiration, this reassurance, Pastor Mac, that everything is going to be all right. Because sometimes the enemy will play on your psyche. And he will have you to think that you just buying time to the inevitable happen. You just, you just spinning wheels until eventually the bottom is going to drop off and it's going to happen. And it's nothing you can do. But I declare to the devil right now, I speak life. You will not have my family. You will not have my spirit. You will not have my soul. You will not have my mind. You will not have anything attached to me. I speak life. And it's already done. No need to worry no more, Antoine. God said, no need to worry. Because I have given you a public announcement. <laughs> a proclamation is a public announcement. He wants the devil to know that it's already done. I'm not hiding it. I'm going to let the world know that restoration is on the way. He is going to restore. He's going to support you through it all. And he's going to strengthen you as you go through it. Woo. He's going to, let me say that again. He's going to restore. He's going to put people in your life like Chevelle and Brother Quinn that came. And said, he's going to support you. He gonna, they're going to lift you up. And then as you go through it, he's going to give you the strength to endure it. Because he's not, he doesn't promise it's going to be easy. But he does promise that you will make it and that's all we have it's the promises of God that we're going to make it for everybody that's out there in the virtual world that's home if you need salvation because let me say this all what we said is well and good all what we said is necessary and I thank you for giving me the encouragement I would tell you those who are at home who do not have that proper relationship with God. Until you make that step, until you make that leap of faith, 
until you come into the full knowledge of who God is. And when, when we say that, we do, we do not mean seeking or, or being perfect. But until you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, until you become saved, that, that, that hole, that wound, it's going to stay open. It's going to continue to be open. The only remedy for that is to accept Christ so he can fill that void. Listen, money can't fill that void. Your husband, your wife can't fill that void. Children can't fill that void. A new home can't fill that void. A new car can't fill that void. A new job can't fill that void. As much as I am so excited for uh, Kamala and, 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 and Joe, they can't fill that void. Life is not just gonna automatically be better because we have a new president or we in a new year. Because until you accept Jesus Christ, it's going to always be a void that you can't explain, that you can't figure out why is it going on. I can promise you this. It's not going to be easy. But like I said, it's going to be worth it because it will come to pass at the end. It's going to be difficult. Just because you become, let me, let me be real with you. Don't think just because you accept salvation that everything's going to be all right. That the devil is just going to say, oh, he on team Jesus now. Let me leave him alone. Uh-uh. He gonna come at you harder. He gonna come at you stronger. He gonna come at you with more things. But the difference between then and now, <laughs> you have a covering. The difference between then and now, you was, you was going out there on your own. You didn't have your bulletproof vest. You didn't have your Holy Ghost vest. So when you get, when somebody take their best shot, they gonna hit you and it's gonna hurt and you might not recover. But when you get shot with that bulletproof vest, when you got that vest on, it might sting a little. It might leave a little bruise. <laughs> but guess what? It didn't prosper. It didn't do what it was supposed to do. It didn't take you out. Because now you got the covering of Jesus Christ over your life. And I think that's what we need to do now. So call the number. Call the number at 776-1238-888-776-1238. We have people available waiting on you to, to pray with you and offer you the salvation of prayer. We will offer you the salvation of prayer right here over the phone. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before your throne of grace right now. Speaking life. For the Bible says there's death and life in the power of the tongue. We speak life. We declare and decree right now life over every situation that we are experiencing right now. We declare and decree that the chapter that we are going forward with in this year will be better than the one we came out of last year. We are turning the page to something new, to something better to something greater for you say that the latter house will be greater than a former house and we declare in your word that healing is already happening the wound is already closing a proclamation of restoration restore unto us what the enemy thought he had restore unto us 
our health. Restore unto us our mind. Restore unto us our internal fortitude that we are able to survive whatever comes our way in the year of 2021. Dear God, we cannot do it without you. We say that we love you. We honor you. We praise you. We give you all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name, we pray. I speak life. I speak life. Come on, let's end it off. You shall live. Thank you so much, Chevelle. Thank you. You all. You really blessed me this morning. It really filled my spirit. I needed this. Thank you. If I can continue the good fight. Amen. That's all God wants us to do is to continue the good fight. No matter what goes on, he just wants us to press forward. Amen. We have something that our pastor was given from the Lord for this year and going forward. It's called the vision offering. The vision offering is seven dollars per week, twenty-eight dollars a month, thirty-five dollars if we in a five-week month. The vision offering is very, very important because on last year or the years before, the last five or seven years, I'm not sure how long we had the faith offering, where the faith offering was trying, we was walking by faith to pay off the mortgage, which we did. We burned the mortgage on last year. But just because we accomplish one goal doesn't mean that we get complacent. Amen. We have to keep our foot on the gas and go forward. This vision offering is $7 per week. And every fund from the vision offering is going towards the vision. I'm saying this because I heard Pastor say this across the pulpit and he told us this internally. None of the funds from the vision offering would go towards operational salaries or anything that's outside of making the vision go forward. That means new equipment, uh, vision boards or video boards, senior housing, youth zone, uh, recreational things, stuff for the CDC to, to help with uh, feeding the homeless, feeding the seniors, anything that is a that that is doing with outreach pretty much and doing with reaching beyond the walls. This is what the vision offer is for. And I don't know what a better cause to sow a seed into that. It's one thing which we are obedient, we pay our tithe and offer which the Lord uh, requires from us but it's another thing to take a step further to plant a seed into something that you may you may not see the benefit some some people may not see it because some of these things may happen in years to pass and everybody might not be here but at least you can know that you planted seeds in in good ground that you know that because of you that 
some senior can have a village with pool and, and a rec center and some young person can have a youth zone and that might be the reason why they get saved because they was in, in the youth zone that you helped contribute to that they chose to be in the presence of the Lord instead of the presence of a game member this is what the vision offering goes to $7 a week text BWCAR to 73256 $7 if you don't have $7 $5 if you don't have $5 $3 but I think $7 is reasonable $7 is, is, is I believe is a, that's a very reasonable goal and if you don't have we pray that someday you do have so you can get in the blessing season of, of reaping what you sow so please indulge us with the vision offering is $7 a week text the BWCAR to 73256 you can go online all you got to do is click on the column that says vision vision offering and you will see it again all funds are directly into the vision no operational funds uh, will be had with that fund so thank you again thank you again Chevelle thank you man thank you to everybody he's here the media team Elder Jonathan thank you for uh, presiding for the services. We look forward to seeing you this Tuesday. This Tuesday, we are having a Bible study. We have Bible study. We're going to continue the uh, Psalms uh, messages that Pastor continue with the, with the book of Psalms. So we're looking forward to seeing you at 7 o'clock this Tuesday. And next Sunday, we have our consecration service on next Sunday. We will be consecrating everybody uh, virtually. Um, and just, I hope everybody's just out here being safe. Be safe, wear your mask, social distance when you can, and hopefully we'll see you all soon, 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 soon. I know everybody eager to get back to church. We don't know when it's going to happen, but we believe if the, if the virus get under control, we'll see you soon. If not, we're just being virtual, and we know we still can get in contact with you. Send us an email, call us our number so we can stay in contact with you. Let us pray out. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this service. Thank you for these awesome people, these worship team, everybody here that doing the Lord's business. We ask that you bless this time. We ask that you dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence. Allow us to return to our destination safe. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. was a wonderful service guys and we're so glad that you chose to worship with us if you desire prayer please call 1-888-776-1238 there are many safe secure and easy ways to give to bible way church of atlas road online giving is available to both members and guests through my connections at bwcar.org you can choose to give through your bank checking debit or savings account you can give via our mobile giving app by texting bwcar along with your giving amount to 73256 you can mail your check to P.O. Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations will also be accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. If you enjoyed today's service and you feel as if it was a blessing to you, please be sure to share it with your family and friends. For additional announcements and for more information, be sure to visit our website at bwcar.org.